0: Time for episode four of the USFL show covering the two biggest spring football leagues, the USFL and the fan-controlled football league. We will start in the USFL, week four. The first game, Bandits beat Gamblers 27-26. For the Gamblers, Clayton Thurston, 62.5 completion percentage, 240 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. 106.3 106.3 QBR rushing Thompson 24 attempts 147 yards one touchdown for Steven Ratliff Williams two receptions 85 yards one touchdown Zuber had three receptions 73 yards and one touchdown as well some highlights for the gamblers first quarter 4 32 in the game uh, first quarter first and 10 Thorson's pass um, was a 40 yard 41 yard touchdown for Ratliff Williams, who fumbled, but then uh, picked up his own fumble, like bounced it like rugby or a Sterling rules football style, pick it back up and ran it in for the like rest of the five yards for the touchdown. Second quarter, 14-48, first and 10. Thompson rushed for a 55-yard touchdown. Second quarter with 55 seconds left in the half. Zubar had a 16-yard touchdown pass from Thorson. End of the half, Thorson was intercepted, and finally, twelve thirty in the fourth quarter, um, Houston had its punt blocked. Moving on to the Bandits, Jordan Tamu, fifty eight point three completion percentage, two hundred fifty five yards, one pick, one touchdown, and a seventy seven point nine QBR. Rushing, Washington had fifteen attempts, sixty five yards, one touchdown. Receiving, Dylan. Six receptions, 120 yards, and a touchdown. Highlights for the Bandits include quarter one, 13 third and 10, Tammy's pass was caught for Dylan for a 64 yard touchdown. Second quarter with 10 minutes, uh, it was first and 10. Washington ran up the middle for a 13 yard touchdown. 2.50 left in the second quarter. There was a fumble out of the end zone, which was a safety. Fourth quarter with 11 minutes left, third and five, Jordan Tamu scrambled up the middle for a five-yard touchdown. And with a game-winning field goal attempt, um, fourth quarter with 13 seconds left was a 46-yard good field goal by Rouse for the win. Uh, Once again, the... Bandits 127 26. Moving on to game th- two. Stallions 3 0, Breakers 2 1. Stallions 122 um, 13 for the Breakers. They fumbled um, in the first quarter at the 6 09 mark. Kyle Soldiers passed to Dixon uh, for a 10 yard touchdown, would get them on the board. That was in the second quarter with 118 left. Uh, the third quarter, 615. Third and 11, Soldiers passed to Dixon for 11 yard touchdown. Fourth quarter, 740 mark. Um, Soldier fumbled the, out of the end zone for safety, like we mentioned earlier. Fourth quarter with the 250 mark, Kyle Soldier's pass was intercepted. For the stats, Kyle Soldiers, 55.3 completion percentage, 241 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, 75 QBR. Rushing. Ellis had 25 attempts, 90 yards. Receiving Dixon was seven, 86, 7 receptions, 86 yards, two touchdowns. Now for the Stallions, um, right at the end of the quarter one, Smith threw an interception. Quarter two, 834 left. Um, first and 10, Jamar Smith passed to Mike Williams for a 47-yard touchdown. Eight-minute mark of the second quarter, third and 10, Jamar Smith throws it to Bolden for a 19 yard touchdown. Quarter four, six-minute mark was a block. They got – they got a block punt and 120 left in the fourth quarter, fourth and ten. Um, Brandon Aubrey's 32-yard field goal attempt was good. Passing uh, on the day, Smith was 39.5. Completion percentage, 196 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, a 63 QBR. And Receiving, Bolden Jr. had six receptions, 69 yards, and one touchdown. And once again, that was Stallions beating Breakers, 22 to 13. Moving on to the third game, Generals two and one beat the Stars, were one and two, 24 to 16. The Stars, uh, for the Stars, uh, highlights include at the 11:30 mark, first and ten by uh, Brandon Scott was complete to Howard for 41-yard touchdown, and 2:32. First and six, uh, Corcus's pass was to complete to Overton for a six-yard touchdown. Passing, they had Corcus, um, who had a sixty-five yard, uh, sixty-five completion percentage, one hundred forty-six yards, one touchdown, no picks, one hundred and three QBR. Scott had sixty-nine point two percentage, eighty-four yards, one touchdown, and a one hundred twelve QBR. And receiving, Howard had four receptions, seventy yards, and one touchdown. For the generals, highlights include at the seven oh eight mark, um, Victor rushed for left for a four yard touchdown. 11-19. Victor rushed um, for a one yard touchdown. And six twenty two, Johnson rushed for a four yard touchdown. Passing, Johnson was six of 75 percent, uh, one hundred thirty yards, and one hundred sixteen uh, QBR. Perez also played in this game. He had. He was 8 of 15, 53% um, completions, 75 yards, 68 QBR. Rushing, Williams had 110 yards on 19 attempts, no touchdowns. Johnson, 11 attempts, 91 yards, one touchdown. Victor 13 uh, attempts, 50 yards, two touchdowns. Receiving, their leading receiver was Turpin with five receptions and 78 yards. Moving on to the final game of the league, Panthers. Beat the Maulers. Maulers go to 0-3. Panthers move to 1-2 one and, 1, uh, 1 and 2 on the season. And, um, the pilots for the Panthers are quarter one, 12-minute mark. Scott rush for six-yard touchdown. Quarter one, 535. Third and one, Paxton Lynch rant rush for a one-yard touchdown. And fourth quarter, 4-12 mark. Uh, second and four, Corbin rush for a four-yard touchdown. Passing was Shea Patterson, 47 completion percentage, 48 yards, 53 QBR. Paxton Lynch started this game but did leave the game mid-second quarter with a ankle injury. He got on a really good run, running play from him, got out like 15 yards on first down, but he tweaked his ankle on the play so he would leave during the mid-second quarter. But he had 37.5 completion percentage, 23 yards, and 45 over uh, QBR. Rushing Corbin, 20 attempts, 133 yards, one touchdown. Um, Stats for the Maulers include um, Josh Love, 10 of 19 for D, um, two completion percentage, 83 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Loretta was 9 of 12, 75 completion percentage, 41 um, for 41 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Rushing. London had 11 attempts for 68 yards, and the leading receiver was Walker, who was 5 for 58. All right, news around the USFL is all three hundred sixty-eight, uh, 360 players um, are agreeing to form a union, so we will have to see how this affects the league going forward, especially if they make it to a second season um, for off-season negotiation and what the players will really be negotiating for, I assume, higher pay will be one of them. So also we'll have to see how the owners think of this and how it will affect the league's finances going forward um, and the league's stability. They announced this week the USFL running clock in the first and third quarters. Um, after drop passes, the clock will still want run. This is an effort, they say, to keep the games under three hours, which I actually think is pretty good because some of the games for me personally seem a bit long and shortening them is, I think, a good idea, especially because they're they're still keeping the integrity of the second and and fourth quarters um, sacred. I like this change for spring football leagues. I mean, obviously for the NFL, I think it's so entertaining that you don't need to save time. And I just think it, you know, um, for a fun, just a league for fun, it's definitely a good change, but for a serious league, obviously don't change it. Like we mentioned earlier, Paxton Lynch was injured mid second quarter. He, that was his first start. Um, He will not play in tomorrow's game as of right now, which is Friday night. Um, He was actually having a really good start to the game. He put up a 16-0 league, uh, 16-0 league. He tried, lead for the um, Panthers. He tried to stay in the game for like, what, a half, another half a quarter, but he ended up leaving in the mid, um, mid second quarter. But, he, yeah, he led them to a 16-0 lead, and then Shea Patterson finished, but he only led them on one scoring drive um, for, the, for the rest of the game. Offensive player of the week was Johnny Dixon for the wide receiver for the New Orleans Breakers. Defensive player was DeMarcus Gates, linebacker, Birmingham Stallions. And for my week four USFL predictions, I have Stars over Panthers, Generals over Maulers. Italians over bandits and breakers over gamblers. All right, moving on to the fan control football league week three. Session one, game one. The one-on-one Beasts played the one-on-one 8-OKs. 8-OKs was up 18-16 at half. End of the second half, we were tied 32-32. And in overtime, AOKs won 44-38. Stats for 8 OKs, Mitch Kidd. 12 for 24, 179 yards, 4 touchdowns, 2 carries for 12 rushing yards. Malcolm Ballard, 6 carries, 25 yards, 2 touchdowns. Joseph Boykin, 4 receptions, 99 yards, 2 touchdowns. Patrick Smith, 6 receptions, 80 yards, 2 touchdowns. And Cecil Sherry on defense had 4.5 tackles. For the Beasts, Alonzo Howard, 8 to 15, 78 yards, 3 touchdowns, 12 carries, 80 rushing yards. Georgia Smith had 2 receptions, 27 yards, one touchdown, three carries, 33 rushing yards, and two touchdowns. Quentin Porter added a rushing touchdown, and Jacoby Herring had four receptions, 44 yards, and two touchdowns. Moving on to game two the 2 0 Board Ape FC's um, Knights versus the 0 2 Kingpin. Kingpins. It was tied 14 14 and a half. Apes ended up winning 28 20 for the Board Apes FC. Deontay Francois was 4 of 6, 43 yards, one touchdown, six carries, 45 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Darren Woods had seven carries, 37 rushing yards, one touchdown, one reception for 20 yards. Tommy Anger had one receiving touchdown, and Jim Jones on defense had four and a half tackles and one sack. For the Kingpins, Tyree Jones was 3 of 11, 50 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Rushing, he had seven carries, 94 yards, and two touchdowns. Daryl Verges was had five carries, 18 yards on the ground. Colin Andrews added one receiving touchdown for them. Moving on to session two, game one of session two was Sherburn Stars versus Glacier Boys. Stars are two and one. Glacier Boys are one and one. Glacier Boys were up 14-6 at half. Stars would come back to win 28-26 for the Stars. Slade Jarman six of eight, 60 yards, one rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown. Tyrus Boykin, eight carries, 34 yards, two touchdowns. Trevelle Calvin, two receptions, 36 yards, 33 passing. Uh, a 33-yard passing TD. Justin Foster had six tackles and two sacks. For the Glacier Boys, Delvin Isidore, four for nine, 66 yards, six carries, two yards, and a touchdown. Bryson Alleen, 12 carries, 79 yards, three touchdowns. Andrew Jamil had three receptions for 57 yards. And on defense, Darius Dokes had five-and-a-half tackles. Game, The last game of the week, Knights of Deegan versus the Zappers. Knights were up 14-12 at half, and the Knights went on to win a close game, 36-34. Um, going into the game, Knights were 1-1 and Zappers were 0-2. So that would mean Knights are 2-1 now and Zappers are still winless on the season. The Knights, Ed Crunch, 10-11. of 11, 162 yards in the air, four touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Yidley Lewis, five receptions, 84 yards, two touchdowns. Tommy Anger one receiving touchdown. Jordan Harold, five tackles and one sacks. For the Zappers, we did not see Johnny Menzel play this week. I would hope he's playing every other week, so we'll see him next week. But Kelly Bryant in his FCF debut did have four touchdowns for the zappers so uh we might have a qb competition on hand but i think uh zappers will still want to play johnny mazel because he's elite with his legs and obviously nfl quarterback so he can throw and and you know just his entertainment value is higher but kelly bryant will be a good second qb for the zappers uh he'll probably be their normal second qb now after his four touchdown. Debut His stats were 12 of 20, 130 yards, two touchdowns, ten carries, 37 yards, and two touchdowns. Sunchi Thomas, thir- three carries, 20 yards, one touchdown. Terrence Williams had seven receptions, 79 yards, one touchdown, and T.O. Terrell Owens had three receptions for 29 yards and added a touchdown. Moving on to fan controlled football news in the celebrity game, James Winston throws a pick six to Tyreek Hill. Obviously, Jameis Winston's infamous for throwing interceptions, even though before he got injured last year, he only threw three. We'll see what, uh, what type of omen uh, that leads him into the uh, coming NFL season. Obviously, Tyreek Hill, once he caught the ball, was off to the races. He even gave the peace sign. We have an update from last week's story. Martavius Bryant officially signs with the fan-controlled football league he will play for the Zappers. After this week, he got cut from his CFL team. He obviously also joins his cousin, Kelly Bryant, who debuted last week. Um, Martavius Bryant should uh, most likely debut for the Zappers in tomorrow's game. So we'll see if he can lead them, help lead them to the first win, adding some more offensive firepower. And not in FCF news particularly, but a player that I think at this point should join the Fan Control Football League, Tony Brown is having a rap concert in Pittsburgh on May the 20th. I'm assuming it'll sell out because it's probably in like just a bar or like a, like a party venue, like hotel venue, you know, club room. So it's probably not that much capacity. Um, we'll see what reception that gets and we'll see um, wh- how good at rapping he is. But the reason I bring this up is come on Antonio Brown, you you might as well play fan controlled football uh, at this point, purely for the entertainment value and news and attention it would garner. All right, moving on. Lastly, my FCF predictions for the week. I have Apes over Glacier Boys, AOK over Knights, Zappers over Beasts with the addition of Martavius Bryant. I hope they will get their first win. And Stars over Kingpins. All right, this has been... Week four of the USFL show, and we hope you enjoy all the Spring Football League action this week.